0: Hey mama, part two of my interview with Juliana Page, author, life coach, podcast host of God Vibes and founder of Courage Co. We continue our talk of faith and how our faith can help you encourage yourself and your daughter to have everyday courage in a world that can often leave us tired, exhausted and doubting who we are. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything even if she was scared, and listened to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, we'll find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers, and let's dig in together. I love reviews and I wanted to share this one with you by Lisa of redeemhertime.com who is a fellow podcast sister and she actually listens to my podcast and left this wonderful review I'd love to share with you. The key to deeper conversations with your girl. Instead of wallowing in self-doubt about why your teen girl won't talk to you, get this podcast in your ear. It provides truth and tips to have those great conversations you'll look back on and be so thankful for. And so will your daughter. Thank you so much, Lisa, for that very straightforward and matter-of-fact review. I appreciate it so much. Mama, there's a couple of things I would love for you to do. One, if this podcast episode has blessed you greatly, I would love for you to share it to a fellow mama of a teen girl who needs to listen to this. And when you're done listening to this episode, I would love for you to go down. And if you haven't left a review quite yet, I would love for you to leave a review because it blesses my heart as a big thank you.
1: I think even being able to see, like I call God my master coach, which is so Mm -hmm. like a redemption story in and of itself. He's also a wonderful counselor. Right. So from going to counseling at a very early age, which that process is courage, just period. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. But going and just being vulnerable and like sharing all that you are and saying like, God, I'm angry. God, I'm confused. Like I'm actually upset with you right now. Right. Like, and just be honest. That's the most courageous thing you can do because it's the most real part of you. And God is never afraid of that. And when you can keep exchanging to him, like all this Funky stuff that you are, he gives you all that he is all the time. So it's like, I don't even want to control a dang thing or like figure out a thing in my life. I'm just like, hell. Yes. <laughs> like I just followed yes. him that much faster. And I think that's actually courageous. Like it is courageous to depend on God for everything. But you're actually designed to live that way. And it's courageous because it's countercultural. Yes. Nobody's going to celebrate that. Nobody's going to clap for that. It's going to be this hidden, private, journey that you have with God, but it's going to be, allow you to be just crazy confident in a world of a lot of people that are super insecure. It's going to allow you to shine in the most dark, traumatic situations. You can be in them and not be infected by them, Mm -hmm. right? You can actually release God's influence, like bring heaven into that situation, release it on earth, right? You can do that with a boldness that doesn't make sense when you're spending time with God and being Fully authentic and seen and heard and nurtured and supported by him. Right. right. And that's a very courageous thing because you don't know what you're going to find in there, or it's not always going to feel good. Right. We're not taught, you know, when you think about what you're thinking, just picture this thought. If all the thoughts in your brain were on a movie screen, would you be proud of them?
0: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> right? If they were broadcast, everybody? Probably yeah. not. If all the things are feeling were true, would you be okay with that? No. So it's like when no. they get exposed, you're like, ooh. Yeah, bring them and unpack them with God. He gives you his perspective. He gives you your wisdom. He gives you your strategy, He gives you everything you need. And that is courage because that still life is where the peace comes from. Mm. That's where the knowing comes from. That's where the vision and revelation comes from, but you have to be okay with FOMO, right? Which is a lie, this fear of missing out. You have to be okay with not keeping up with anybody else. You have to be okay with pulling back and consecrating yourself like that takes courage because there's so many other things vying for your attention that sound great right and nobody else is going to help you in this journey like this is one that you can only walk alone right nobody can walk this for you like at the end of your life only you give an account for your life yep exactly right so it's like will you it's kind of like everyday courage is will you be courageous with your life today That's sort of the question. Will you be courageous in having these uncomfortable conversations that you don't want to have? Will you be courageous in standing up to that person that's doing injustice and you're aware of it? Will you be courageous in breaking that habit or will you be courageous in asking for help? Right. Right. Will you be courageous? Like that's, it's the question that invites the answer that God wants to impact with you. Is really what happens. It's usually a journey and a process with him always.
0: Always, always. Oh, and it's yeah. being, and 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 most times we find we try to find our answers in other things when the answers yeah. are typically in front of us, right? Beautiful. Now I had a question because we have some moms here who are not, you know, Christian, and that's okay. Yeah. But love to listen. Yeah. I want to hear how you had switched from from. you you said you were dating somebody and had visited our church. How did you make that transformation from, I know you grew up Catholic and then decided like, I need a deeper relationship with Christ.
1: Yeah. I think something unique in my journey was I always believed that things were more spiritual than natural, right? The the Mm. spiritual was more real than the physical, but I didn't get that. And that was never nurtured. It was never reinforced. I'd always been very intuitive. So I kept looking out for mentors or for leaders or for people that kind of spoke my language. So I remember like an example of this, I read a book that made me feel validated, which was chicken soup for the soul. Oh yeah. (laughs) Like the first book that I could read cover to cover. I'm like, yay. Like not, I'm not the only one with like a crazy life story. Right. (laughs) So like that was something, but spiritual teachers did a very similar thing to me. So I would constantly go to churches and explore and find mentors. Even in grad school, I had like a spiritual advisor the whole time. I'm like, I don't know how this person can help me, but I know they're going to, I don't know. Like I'm not even like, walking with God at this point, but I know yeah. that you're like, when I first I'm in Texas now, when I first moved here, I did like a Stevens ministry training, which is all about like walking people through grief. Right. Or kind right. of like coaching in the church in a way, but I kept going to different churches and trying to find God there or, or, or things that made sense. They like really resonated is the best way I could say it. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Or this person gets it or wow. Right. I was drawn into them by their story and then how they were led to God. There was something that always happened there. So I kept seeking that. And I think at this time I had heard lots of spiritual messages at this point, but nothing was strong enough to root me. But for the first time, it almost was like personal development that I was hearing. Like it was like almost my language in a way that I could receive it at this specific church. right? And it was kind of like the milk that I need. I wasn't ready for like meat yet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was definitely like the meat, the milk that I could receive. Right. And I was like, race thing. I'm hearing this and it's making sense to me. And I don't understand like God's love. Like that was really clear to me. Like if I don't know what real love is, because that's clear in this relationship, Mm. it's probably because I don't know the author. And if I don't know the author, how am I ever going to change my life? Like, how's my story ever going to be different? So I'm like, I'm at least willing to know you or give you a year. It's kind of like what I was sitting in. (laughs) Yeah. I'm at least going to see if there is a God that loves me and understand what that means. Right. Like, I don't even like fully know what I'm saying yes to, but I need this grace in my life. I know that for sure. Like I need this like divine enablement in my life to be stronger than anything else. And I also need to, find another way. And if this is it, like, I'm at least willing to try this. Cause nothing else has worked. Right. That was kind of like what I was sitting in. It was like, I don't have to have it make sense, but I'm at least going to give it a year and be fully committed to everything that that looks like. And I was like, very simple in how that was, I was like, well, I don't have a Bible. So I probably need to go to a Christian store and buy one and start reading it. And then I'm like, well, maybe I'm also going to get devotionals because I don't journal, but people had planted those seeds that I need to all of my life. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to embrace journaling because I kept hearing that and I'm going to get devotional and like, write my responses out. Mm. I start getting right. Which yeah. would always come back to the word too. So it was helping me meditate on the word. And then I read, okay, when you read the word, it, it's alive and active. So I'm like, okay, like, I guess like, it's going to start doing something for me. <laughs> or I'm like trying to figure out how to do this prayer thing. And God also at that time, and it had been maybe two years that I've been going to church at this specific place, I'm like, maybe I should serve. Right. <laughs> it's been a minute. Maybe I should do the service thing. So he put me as a leader in a celebrate recovery ministry.
0: Oh, I love celebrate recovery. <laughs>
1: so I joke that he like tricked me and like, because no. he knew again, there's still this heart thing. Well, I will show up for other people, but I will not show up for myself. Like he had to like somehow use that. Right. right. Yes. So he's like healing my heart with him. Like, that's what I'm hung up on is like heart issues. Right. <laughs> which is really all issues, but I'm like also like the humble candidate that can guide people through recovery. And it's all about putting him at the center of everything, trusting him with your story, praying all the time. So you're seeing week after week, God moving in people's lives and myself included. So I'm becoming like a prayer warrior. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like I've never prayed for a human in my life. And now all of a sudden, like these words are flowing out of my mouth and like people are getting breakthroughs from things that I'm praying for them. Like there's just I couldn't deny the things that were happening. They were all things that I would have never, ever, ever chosen, right? Like we went to Alateen as a kid. So AA was familiar. So like celebrate recovery would be like, no, like (laughs) I will never go in there. Like that was an awful experience. I would never relive that, (laughs) but it was like this time with me, do you know what I mean? Like it was crazy. So like the redemptive moves that he did, I think it was just willingness and a decision that I'm going to give it a set period of time. Because God can work with your timeline. Like he operates outside of time, but he can work with your timeline just because you need it. And he just loves you that much. So, like what he did in that time, like I knew because I had mentioned people had told me to write my whole life. And I was like, that sounds like punishment. I'm not interested.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so
1: that's all I could do in that season. He had me serving in celebrate recovery. He had me writing and unlocking this gift, which would have been my first book at the time. He had me turning to a prayer warrior and I was like the quiet, shy person that never opened my mouth. Definitely not publicly. Now I'm like publicly praying for people. I was like in charge of the newcomers group at Celebrate Recovery too. And wow. then I was training other <laughs> leaders. Like he just started locking this gift. Like I speak now, I write now, I train now. So he unlocked that there. I was not doing any of those things before. Right. So it was just this invitation to, yes, life gets better. And it's way different when you do it with me. I am going to answer this prayer so that you do know real love and you can mature in it so that you won't go through unnecessary suffering anymore. You'll change everything that you've come through, right? It'll turn with you, right? And I just believed like that was like the redemptive moment to a 10 year old. It's like, this is happening on purpose, right? Purpose here. And it was like, yes, you're right. (laughs) Now you're ready for like the training with me, yes, right? And I was trusting that that fear about being behind, he would accelerate my, my life. And so that was the part that was wild was like people around me were like, where did this person come from? Like God just went foom like <laughs> right. Like so I was just like a candidate that was just hungry and ready and like willing. And I just did not overcomplicate it at all. And he right. just worked with that willingness and obedience. He just kept giving me more and more and more and I just kept taking more and more and he just kept going from there. It was wild. So I think it's you don't have to know God at all. You just have to be willing
0: to know God, or to explore Him. Yes, and I love that. I think uh, my my testimony is very similar. Just jumping all in. Um, yeah. I didn't give a timeline though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think that my husband. I know. I think my husband did though secretly. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, you just do all the things, and you find yourself deeper and deeper in in getting to know who Christ is and loving Him, and seeing that that's the person that was a missing like I always say that's the missing piece and mamas that are listening I think it started with you for seeking wanting help relating to your personal life right relating person to your personal life any looking for help specifically spiritual for even if we don't believe in God or know who God is we innately know that somebody who follows the Lord must have good intentions. And so we innately find somebody that does and lives that life. And from there, it's because we just want something different, right? If we don't change anything, nothing will ever change, right? And so how the first idea of like seeking, right? Seeking, being willing to open and being willing to be changed and then finding yourself in this place. It's like what you say, it's keeping it simple. And it's too really seeking and being being willing, right? Seeking and being willing.
1: And I think it has to do with your being, right? Like we're trained yeah. to be doers, right? And we're yeah. actually believers.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> to have really great belief, you have to have really strong being. Yes. Right. So it's more about your presence. So I think about that. Like I didn't again, like presence, which is why I have such a strong relationship with Holy Spirit, right? It's just that presence, like. God wants to commune with you. Like that's mind boggling when you haven't had people that have generally wanted to do that in your life when then God does like what? So anyway, like I think thinking about that, what does your presence communicate to other people? And I think for me, like I felt this very intimately with my younger sister when she was seeing me and witnessing me in that season where I was like in college and coming home and I was just like not centered. I was not calm. I was not, you know what I mean? I was not who she saw me as. Like when I was in high school, right? She saw me as like this athlete, this role model, this person she would want to follow. And then I'm coming home from college and it was like, not the story. Like I even sat her down and I'm like, listen, I don't know how to communicate what I'm doing, but don't follow what I'm doing. Like, I will figure this out, but I'm not able to be a good example right now. But like, don't take notes. It's kind of what I was saying. But like, to me, that was like a heart crushing thing to do in college. And like, nobody could get it. But I knew she could get it. I'm like, just don't do what I'm doing. Like, I don't know what else to tell you, but like, don't follow me right now. Yeah. Like how I'm processing, how I'm showing up, all of that. And I think that to me, I was like, I could see how my influence would affect her negatively. Mm. So then I was like, eventually, even if you don't know God or not, it was more so like, what are the qualities of being that you want to start practicing? It's like, I want to be the most authentic version of me. Like I'm a joyful, happy person by nature. How, how do I get back to that? how can I be that version more often? Or like, I'm somebody that's very focused and disciplined, not like crazy anxious or overwhelmed and stressed out. Like, how do I get back to that and be more of that every day? Or I am somebody that's active, right? So how do I keep activity in my life in a healthy way? So it's really focusing on your being because that's something you have full control over now.
0: Yes. You know what I
1: mean? So it's like, yes. okay, I'm just going to be this to my daughter, but I'm going to do that with myself. Cause I can't, it translates like it's a very organic outflow. So like Who do I need to be for me, right? Like I need to be, for example, a safe place. And that's the thing that I got from God. Like God made me home. Like he made me a safe place to be so I could go anywhere. Right. Right. But it's like, okay, how do I become a safe person? Might be the question. Right. I maybe I need to be more focused. Okay. Break it down. How do I be more focused? What does that look like? Right. Mm -hmm. Or I need to be more present. Okay. What do you got to move so you can be more present? Yep. Right. Or I need to become a better listener. How do you do that? right? Go to therapy, get coaching, like have people listen to you. So you can start seeing what they model to you and go practice that with her. Like put yourself in a space where you're actually getting the equipping and the tools that you need. So you can give what you never had to that person.
0: Right? 100%. Yes. 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 I absolutely agree with being able to receive And understand like what you were saying the being I love that word being I mean we're human beings but being like what that means it's taking responsibility for for what you want for yourself and in in return that is translated into what your daughter sees and you're going to actually portray that with her like what you were saying like being intentional what does that mean being present what does that mean go find out what it is and go do it right yeah, it's amazing. I
1: think, like, just just this thought too. It's like, I mean, I love the purpose-driven life, right? That was a mm-hmm. huge back in the day. But it's like, there's this overconsumption and this fear, kind of. A, what am I gonna do? Right. <laughs> who am I gonna be when I grow up? And it's like, well, you're always gonna be chasing if that's your question. But it's like, okay, who do I need to be more of, yes. or who am I becoming? And then how do I practice that? Because that'll close the doing gap on its own. Right. Right. Like, so with God, I think that's where it becomes different because you start realizing who you're called to be. And then you just practice being that person. And then you grow and mature in that more and more and more. So you kind of get like your own personal development plan with God. Right. But by yourself, it's like, okay, more so affirming, like the qualities likely it's the opposite of what you never had. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's like make a list of all the things that you got that you were upset about and then start being the exact opposite. So if somebody was neglectful or absent, I'm going to be present, really powerfully present. If somebody was uh, a really poor communicator, I'm going to be an excellent communicator. Yep. Right. If somebody was uh, really anxious, I'm going to be a centered, stable human. See what I'm saying? If somebody was really stingy and unkind, I'm going to be over generous. Right, like shockingly generous to people. So it's like that's just what you're going to practice, and then you have okay, how do I do that? What is my next step? And then you walk it out. How do you learn that? So, even in what I sought, I ended up seeking journalism and film production.
0: That's awesome, right?
1: Which is all communication (laughs) and expression because those were skills that I did not have, which ended up being psychology, personal development, character development, understanding the arc of your story. yes Be a lead lady <laughs> in your story not like a side role right Right. <laughs> all of that so like all of it to me was like mind-boggling right but i think when you start looking that way the clues are there and then you start following the clues too right One, exactly to straight to god eventually
0: <laughs> exactly all credit goes to god for sure and how We don't need to always know what's at the end of the road. It's really what you were saying, like the clues that lead to it and how they orchestrate into something that is something beautiful and always been planned for you. But what you were saying is like the the key is really having the courage to do that, right? And and finding the courage and what you're centered in like we're trying to wrap this up, but with the whole, like your story and how I got
1: something, I got something for you that that's- <laughs> so for in, this was crazy. So in um, college, I was studying journalism, right? So one of the first assignments that we had to do, we had to write our own obituary. Mm, wow. There is nothing <laughs> that will teach you courage like that. Right. But it right. Makes, as you fast track your life into like, what really matters What is going to be the story of your life? And it—it's really everyday courage is asking yourself the really hard questions that you're in denial about, and then going and being the answer, or going and being the solution, going and being the one. Like you are the one always that you're praying for. Nobody's coming to rescue you. Right? (laughs) You like you're the answer. Yep. Yep. Right. So when you look at like writing your obituary, it's going to be like, okay, these things that you freak out over every single day these things that consume your life, these things that you give your precious life to, does that matter? Mm. Mm. And sit in it. And if the answer is no, what does? Right. And then live that today because tomorrow definitely is not promised, right? Like God teaches us to number our days. So we live with wisdom. So mm. it's like, okay, what matters today? Cause that's what I have right now. God has me here. That means I'm on purpose and my purpose is to live like it today. Yeah. So what is something that's going to be purposeful and impactful today? And that requires courage because you have to forsake lesser things, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to be brave with my life. That's a courageous decision. And you choose to do that every day. And it's usually doing the hardest thing first. The thing that you're avoiding, that's what you got to do with courage today. The thing that you've been putting off now's the time, right? Like that's literally like getting rid of anything that you would make an excuse over anything that you would shove down anything that you would avoid and put off. That's the thing. And you do it first and you just knock it out. Right. And with God, you know, that he's going to give you this like grace and this strength to do it, but you've got to be willing to pull it out from hiding, (laughs) right. Or ask that really hard question and decide that you're going to be the one that's the answer. Like it starts with you. Like you are a chain reaction. So every breakthrough, Everything that you want for your daughter in this case, like that's going to start. You're going to unleash that thing. So if you don't, it's it's the hard question to be. What's at stake if you don't show up today? Mm. What's at stake if you put that off today? What's it, what's at stake if you avoid that a little longer? Like what are you losing? Because there there's big 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 consequences, right? And yes. it's like you can't afford to lose those. Mm. So that was that. how I would kind of like tie it together in terms of like how do I know what's courageous or not? any area that you are being small, that you're in hiding, that you're avoiding, that you're repressing, like that is where you're being small.
0: That's it. Mm. Oh, that's so good. I love how you ended it that way. Cause it's just like a mic drop. <laughs> yeah, it
1: truly is though. I'm like, nothing will silence you like writing your own obituary,
0: promise. Oh, yes, yeah. right. and it does put things into clear perspective, right? Some things that I mean, mama, if you're listening, some things that you're you're putting off. Maybe it's the the talk that you need to have with your daughter, or maybe there's something that um that a boundary that needs to be set, but you're just just keep on putting it off. And you know, I'm guilty of it too. If you're reactive and wait until there's a blow up to do something about it, it's a little too late, right? And so we want to answer that call of. If it's something that makes you uncomfortable, something that you feel like <laughs> you're very fearful of, it's, it's something you're being stepped out to do. So thank you for that reminder for sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, it could be even as simple as I'm tired of living in fear. Mm. See what I'm saying? So like, for me, it was like, what are the requirements of faith and where does that come from? So and that became my new curriculum, right? So it's like, I'm just tired of being this person that like, I don't like looking at in the mirror. I'm tired of running. I don't want to run the rest of my life. I want to be able to like walk through my life and have that be okay. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I want to like have and enjoy my life. That was a promise that I wanted. The one that I clung to was the invitation, which was she laughs without fear of the future. I'm like, how do you take this girl that's future tripping and freaking out every single day of her existence and now she laughs without fear of the future? how do we do that? Yeah. That was my curriculum. And he's like, Hey, abide yeah. in me. Spend a whole year just abiding in me. What does that mean? Let's find out. Right. Yeah. Like that's literally. So it's like with God, it's like, when you look at the hard question, it's always an invitation to a graceful process. Like processes with him are not traumatic. Hmm. It's not unnecessary suffering. It's always good. And he works all of it for good. So it's like this invitation of like, Oh, this is going to be good just get ready. Right. Right. Like, like, oh, no, like you're you're literally starting something that's going to be a wild adventure for you in the best way.
0: Love that. And your trauma is not your end. That's not your end story. It's just starting. It's yeah. just starting. Oh, so Good. So, Juliana, what are you working on? What can we, sh- what can you share with our moms? Yes. Well, what's so fun
1: actually, which is so cool because of how the story was shared here is that we are, so we have Courage Co. And Courage Co is this space where we do prayer calls. We have virtual small groups, like it's community, which is so ironic that God has blessed me to be able to create space for belonging. Um, there's Mastermind in there, but we are launching in January a life coaching certification. It's all about teaching what I do. So it's building spirit driven success and really helping coaches understand the difference between building the world's way and building the kingdom's way and really showing up in discipling nations. That's truly what this is. And doing it God's way. So, we are launching this certification program, which is just so humbling. I've gotten so many words that I'm a coach of coaches. So, (laughs) with my story, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. So, that's what we're doing. It's been something that's been brewing for a while, but we're officially launching in January. So, that's what I'm super excited to get
0: to. So excited. That's so exciting to see, especially when you can multiply you know, grow in and grow the kingdom in multiplicity. It's that's yeah. exciting. I'm super excited to even hear more about it when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> How can our mamas reach out if they're interested?
1: Well, they can listen to God's vibes. That's the podcast that you can find everything, whether it's Courage Co., anything else, books, whatever over at julianapage.com. That's where everything is.
0: Oh, awesome. Well, thank you, Juliana, for giving, sharing the wisdom, sharing your story. I know moms will greatly benefit from what they heard today. Uh, So, you know, sometimes when we're raising girls, we don't realize that it's a lot of personal growth that we have to do within us. So I am so grateful that you are here to share your wisdom and your story about being an adoptive daughter and having to basically survive, but finding Christ in it all. So amazing. Thank you.
1: A spiritual story.
0: (laughs) Right? A spiritual story. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Hey, friend. If this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldemero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.